I'm SP from the GuineaGeek.com show, a weekly geek news podcast that is part of the GuineaGeek.com network. Just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other amazing geek shows at GuineaGeekNetwork.com. I mean, it's not like we have a particularly hard job or anything no. like that. It, we, I don't know how we can forget how to do this. <laughs> Somehow we have. I mean, we literally just sit down, drink, and talk into a microphone. Yeah. We, we forget the microphone's there half the time. We just talk to each other. I think the problem is I'm, I'm not drinking enough. I'm going to drink more. Okay, that'll, that'll work. That'll drink. solve all of our problems That's and right. all of your problems. Alcohol, it's definitely the solution. <laughs> I'm going to try this rum here. We're drinking rum today, actually. Yeah, it's a... It's a, it's a it's a new experience. It's a new dawn for the podcast. A new podcast drink. We usually drink whiskey because mm-hmm. we're men with That's hairy right. chests. Yes. Very hairy. Yes. Well, I definitely have a hairy chest. The man part, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm still waiting for the results. <laughs> there are many things I could say right now, um, but I'm actually biting my tongue, which probably means I haven't had enough to drink either. Yeah, maybe you should. There was uh, something going to be that, well... About a magnifying glass, perhaps? But, uh, <laughs> Look, it's not the size that counts. It's whether you can find it it's or not. you can locate it. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Somewhere south of the border. Yeah. Like a single-celled dick. <laughs> a little fucking... <laughs> little Wibbly-wobbly todger. A little flagelli or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about... Biology. No, obviously not. Don't know much. Which is ironic, considering you have a child. <laughs> Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French I took. Oh, God. But I do know that I love you. Well. And I know that if you love me too, what a wonderful world it, it would be to be Australia. If, if, uh, <laughs> if we get married, I'd get half your stuff, right? <laughs> I think so. I think that's how it works. You don't actually have any good stuff. That's the problem. No. That's probably why I haven't bitten the bullet. No. The last time I went around, I lost all the good stuff. <laughs> I've got nothing left. <laughs> got my books. Do you want some weird old books? Uh, ooh, I do. They're weird and old. Ooh, do you have any about assassinations? I, 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 actually, I do. Yeah, really? Believe it or not. About uh, Islamic assassinations, perhaps? Yeah, uh, radical sex, strictly. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I, that's, I think I can take you off on this marriage it's proposal, then. It's a radical sect, bro. Rad- <laughs> it's bodacious. No, there's a book we haven't mentioned in a while. <laughs> the, the, sequel t- the sequel to Assassins are Radical Sect in Islam, Assassins are Bodacious Sect in Islam, just didn't take off as much. It <laughs> wasn't as popular. Bodacious sect. <laughs> Please tell me there is a sequel to that book. I don't think there is. The man, look, that man just wrote a lot, of, a lot of books about about um, about Mus- the Muslim world. Basically, is, is he uh, is he lauded in the Muslim world, or is he kind of like a pariah? Or? No, I think he's just a respected what they call an Islamicist. Okay, you know, like a, mm-hmm. a Western scholar who specializes in the Islamic Middle East history. Yeah, what was um, his name? What is his name? Bernard Lewis. For some reason, I remember that. Well, I mean, you have read the book several times. I do. Actually, the funny thing is, and this is not actually funny at all. It's actually not funny. I read another book by Bernard Lewis recently. I'm laughing already. Yeah, it's called What Went Wrong, which I think <laughs> you might be able to have a few answers to, AC. Um, so, so, Assassins, a radical sect of Islam. Yes. 
And then his follow-up, Bodacious Sex, <laughs> was... And then the third book, What Went Wrong. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that third book is about the, the breakdown in relations between sort of the Muslim world and the, and, and the Western world, I suppose. Um, uh, which happened several times, I take it. Well, yeah, it's sort of, it's mainly exploring, like, how... This is actually, like, not funny and, and just informative. Mm. How the Muslim world was, like, basically ahead of the Western world scientifically. Oh, for of, a long time, yeah. Um, in the Middle Ages. And then mm. uh, how they gradually kind of realized slowly that they were not the preeminent world power anymore. And then mm. what they tried to do to, like... I use the word they a lot as though as though the Islamic world was unified when it certainly wasn't. But mm. how different Muslim states tried to right the balance, you know, and and, yeah. and claw back some sort of, you know, uh, power on the world stage with like mixed success, let's say. So, yeah, that's that's a dense book. It's not it's not no way near as radical or bodacious as the other two. No, I am waiting uh, for uh, the book on tape. Yeah, <laughs> read by Keanu Reeves. Oh man, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> the radical sect, man. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> These Islamics are bodacious. God. I would pay for that book. I would pay for that book to be made. Get Alex Winters in there as well. What's uh, he done recently? Uh, well, they're making Bill and Ted 3. No. Yes, no. they are. They've started production. Oh. I think it's about their daughters, though. I think it's mostly... From what I, oh. I understand... Billy and Tedina. <laughs> God. How do you what? how do you turn Ted? How do you feminize Ted? Um, Ted Teddy. Tedette. Tedette. Kind of like Toadette. Yeah. Okay. Tedette. <laughs> I'm into it. All right. So um, yeah, um, Assassins: A Radical Sect of Islam was mm-hmm. a book I randomly pulled off your shelf. We had a good laugh, uh, and then we taught. You know this 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 uh, Bernard Lewis guy. He's been around for quite a while. Yeah. So he's a hundred years old. We found out. Uh, yeah, yeah. And we were making fun of him. <laughs> I, it is my sad duty to inform you. Oh no, he's passed. That uh, Bernard Lewis, respected British American historian, mm-hmm. pardon me, um, has died on the nineteenth of May two thousand eighteen. So we're, oh, wow. we're, we're a bit okay. we're a bit late giving our, our um, eulogy here. Maybe we didn't check. We haven't checked for a little no, while. No, no, this podcast has been going on for ninety episodes. So yeah, that's right. Um, the thing is, though. This fucker was 101, almost 102, like literally mm. less than two weeks off being 102 years old. Yeah. So to use the old Australian saying, mm. he had a good innings. He did have a good innings. Yeah, he yeah. had a bloody long innings. He had a century at bat, you know, not too shabby. I mean, I'm assuming this is the person that, yeah. like, you know, yes. this, this is the person that I think it is. It's such, an, it's such a big influence on our podcast. And yet, sadly, went to his grave never knowing. <laughs> Do you think... We were we were planning to send him a copy at one look, at one drunken night. I some, look. I sometimes possibly on a cassette tape. So, like in at my at my workplace, yes. which I won't mention the name of. No. Um, we, our organization pays for like a media monitoring service that like scrapes newspapers and like radio and stuff to find mentions of the organization. And then those get yep. sort of compiled and we sent have to a, us. One of those as well. Yeah, and, and I. <laughs> I sometimes wonder if this guy had paid for something similar, like something sort of a bit more advanced than like a like a notification from Google, mm. um, just to find out if he was being mentioned somewhere. Yeah, and then like finds our podcast and listens maybe to the episode <laughs> where we where we um, talked about Scatman John for about forty five minutes. And- <laughs> you go, oh dear, oh they're making fun of my good friend Mister Scatman. Oh, I'm a hundred and one years old. Maybe I'm next. <laughs> 
I'll give you a radical punch up of the butt. Oh, God. You know, for a for 101 year old, I reckon he was tough. I reckon he could probably kick both of our asses. This podcast is neither radical or bodacious. <laughs> I don't know why we're making him sound like a, like a toff, but it is do, fun. Yeah, for all we know, he could have been working class. Who knows? Who knows? Who can say in this crazy times, AC? There's got to be interviews of him out there. There must be, Somewhere yeah. where, where, we, where we can find out what his accent was yeah. and duplicate it. <laughs> Actually, we could have, a, we could have the Let's Bernard do, Lewis soundboard. Are you talking about Bernard Lewis deep fake, say so? <laughs> I'm not saying no, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> we must convince the world he's still alive and still cranking out the hits. It's... <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> such as the crisis of Islam, uh-huh. Islam in the West, the Arabs in history, mm-hmm. notes on a century, reflections of a Middle East historian. Wow, this guy really loves the Middle East, or mm-hmm. at least knows a lot about it. He's yeah, he's, he's he built his career around around knowing stuff about the Middle East. Oh, yeah, here we go, two thousand and yeah, okay. Um, uh, yeah, Bernard Lewis. What went wrong? The story of game life balance or stroke. That fucker. He did know about us. <laughs> Turns out we're responsible for the radical, <laughs> the massive decline in like you know <laughs> relations, amicability between the West and this and Islam. That if that wouldn't surprise me actually. Yeah, and we didn't even do it on purpose. Yeah, imagine whole, if we did stuff like on purpose. Yeah, that whole episode about Muhammad was really ill-advised. We shouldn't have done that. <laughs> it was we a radical really, bloke, look, We really, really were poorly advised. I blame El Chan. <laughs> This is our history advisor. Yeah. Can I actually, while I'm mentioning Elchan, can I just do a blanket apology to Elchan for like the many, many months where I haven't mentioned the game that he bought for me kindly <laughs> and gifted to me in the hopes, the forlorn hope, it turns out, <laughs> that I would play it and talk about it on the podcast. Uh, Have you played it? I did. I actually played it last week. All right. Week. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll move into video games. Do you want to do that? Let's, let's, yeah. Okay. We know, let's the, do something the, different and talk about video games yeah. on this podcast. All right. Oh, fine. I suppose we can <laughs> make an exception just this once. <laughs> I did. I uh, all right. I, so he bought he bought you some sort of um, hang on. It was called um, the Radical Adventures of Onichan, a hentai game on Steam. What? Ooh. No, I, I wish he'd bought me that. That sounds really fun. No, he bought me something much much worse than a hentai game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, well, I mean, the hentai game genre is just so up there that yeah. anything in comparison, yeah, just no, simply it's, pales. It's not even, yeah. It's like some puzzle game where you get hentai at the end. Um, no, this is uh, American Truck Simulator, AC, which is a follow-up to the very popular Euro Truck Simulator. Ah, that um, came first, did it? That's right. Euro no, Truck came know. first, and then American Truck Simulator came came second. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a cult hit back in the day because people thought it was funny to play a truck simulator game and then found out that it was actually kind of fun. Um and that was kind of my experience with this thing too. What year was this uh, released? I th- oh, uh, Asking the hard questions. I think two thousand and fourteen. Okay, so it's it's fairly it's modern, relatively modern. Yes, um, I have heard good things about this. Yeah, like people play it ironically, and then yes. people go, "Actually, this is kind of enjoyable." Yeah, I think what I, I think the thing I heard a lot was that it's a good podcast game or like a game where you can like turn it on and just it's a relaxing kind of a time as you just drive your truck across america really mm. um yeah it's okay like so the game is set in like well i think this is the default game i imagine you can buy dlc and expand it but you yeah. start in california and it's also got nevada and does it go north or no it goes sort of uh, what's texas or no oh what's that other state near california oregon no it's like Arizona. 
Arizona, Nevada, and California. Okay. I right. got there. Um, I was like, Phoenix, where's that? Uh, yeah, so I, I, I played a little truck simulator. I crashed my truck pretty hard in my first <laughs> go, um, but then got better at it. Um, and now I've got my little trucking company and we're, you know, we're building up our little... <laughs> I don't own a truck yet. I'm just driving other people's trucks. I think the, the first goal is to buy your own truck. Okay. And then once you've got... But you have to like do a lot of driving of trucks to, to get enough money to buy your own truck. At How many out. hours have you played of this so far? Only, only probably like five or six. I haven't really dug still, into that's it. That's still a pretty good... Yeah. I spent hours. two hours of that was me was, was spent trying to park um, a semi-trailer with a trailer attached in reverse. Yeah. Like reversing it yeah. and stuff. That's actually turns out it's really tricky. Well... Um, yeah, no, it is. I don't know what made you think yeah. it was easy. Uh, I think it's bloody mindedness. Like I was like, I'm going to learn how, to, it'll be fun to learn how to do this. And then I was like, an hour later, I'm like still trying to learn how to do it. But I'm like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going <laughs> to, damn it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so I, I think I'm okay at reversing a, a semi-trailer well, that's good. In, the, in a video game. In a video game. Not, uh, not, not in real life. No, no that I would be a, a menace. <laughs> you know you can scissor a, a, a truck in real, real life. You need a crane to get it out of the position. Yeah, yeah, So you yeah. can actually do it so it basically bends at a more than like 45 degree angle. Mm. And then it kind of locks in place. Like yeah. there's, there's no way, there's no shift you can do to get it out of oh, that, wow. like that V shape. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I did that to my truck at least once <laughs> in the... It's, I, I chose a very easy control setting the games... Very cleverly designed, actually, because mm-hmm. they seem to know that there's a very casual audience for this game, as well as a more... Like, there's probably, like, like at the top of the pyramid of people playing this game, there are people who, like, have a wheel and a gear shift in their room, and they're actually, like, trying to actually simulate, play, you know, driving a truck. Yeah. Um, but there's probably a lot of people, like myself, who really aren't interested in that and just, you know, bought it for a laugh... And, and so they give you these control options. The one I picked, they give you like four control options from like you have a wheel and a gear stick down to like the most basic, which is press forward, like press W to go forward, <laughs> backwards to go back. It shifts gears automatically. And if you slow down to a halt and keep holding backwards, it shifts into reverse. So it's literally the easiest thing. And you just, so I'm just four using, keys. I'm using th- four keys to play the game. And my other hand is free to, like, you know, drink a coffee or, like, you know, look at my phone or whatever. And, like, it's... it's, it's Just it's, like a real truck driver. That's right. I'll take speed. <laughs> that's, that's the real truck simulator. <laughs> Boy, is that a simulation? Um, or a stimulation? That's right. Trucker's choice. <laughs> um, I, I think it's something I'm going to go back to. I'm not sure whether I... I'm not sure whether it's really hooked me. I don't mm. think it's... I'm not, like, obsessed with this game and, like, you know singing its praises but i can see why people like it I, and I, I think the solution i came up with was like yeah put on a podcast wait till i've gotten out of the depot because it's a bit tricky but once you're on the main road like yeah put on a podcast and just drive your truck merrily down the highway it has some cool things like you know if you run a red light you get a t- you get like a speeding fine and oh no you get you get a red light ticket and if you speed like the police will pull you over oh wow can you run um, away from them I th- like I can you turn this basically into grand theft auto Maybe never, <laughs> I'm not sure actually about that. I think I want to say that they actually automatically pulled me over. Oh, okay, um, but I'm not sure. There's no- I heard that you can. I, th- I heard one of the hooks of this game was that there were real radio stations you could tune yeah, into. Yeah, I haven't tried that out yet. I think that is probably like important for me to do. So I might re- report back next episode about the digital radio. Yeah, because I've heard that yeah, it has like a built-in like digital radio receiver software and you can just like and from the from the web yeah, yeah you can just listen to radio stations from around the world which sounds cool ish maybe sounds cool you'll be you'll be 
you'll be you've got like thousands and thousands of channels that you can listen to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you just go back to 104.7 mm-hmm. Canberra with rock and hits it's Marty for some reason every radio station has they've a all got a Marty it's they're all gonna do something called the crazy call yeah, if you're... we're gonna totally prank someone it's gonna be funny it's yeah. never funny it's not funny it's not funny um, don't prank people yeah all those like giveaways where they try and give someone like 50 bucks yeah. and like no one ever gets the questions right it's good stuff good stuff yeah radio it's you know it's still good so stimulating you it's know. still as good as it ever was which is not very <laughs> so that sounds good I'm, yeah, I, I'm looking okay. forward to I do want to like I'm kind of hoping that you get stuck into some like weird German like digital radio channel or something like that and that <laughs> becomes your favourite it's got to whatever you listen to it's got to be a non-English speaking one mm-hmm and I think that's my only criteria. Yeah, okay. You've just got to choose a radio station that you listen to for a long time that's mm-hmm. not English. Like, All right. English isn't its primary Try language. Try and find some sweet Latvian radio. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, you might be surprised. You might find something really good. Probably mm. not. It's probably going to be shithouse. It's probably going to be terrible. Yeah. I would love to find, like, like, a, like, a, like an Indian pop music station or something. I think so that would be good. How... How accurate is it? Like, it's, obviously, you're not driving, you know, six hours between cities no, in California. It's so. it's the world seems a bit shrunk, hmm. and time seems a bit like the time is a bit weird. It kind of it's kind of like GTA, weirdly. Like, hmm. like the, the your clock is ticking, and you got to get to like the, your destination by the certain time. Yeah, but it's it became rapidly apparent to me that clock in the game is not real time. Yeah, um, so it's a bit faster. So that this again reminds of GTA a bit, and I think like it it only took me like tw- like twenty minutes to drive from like Fresno to LA. So I think that must be wrong. Um, yeah, that's wrong. Um, so yeah, they've sort of shrunk the world. So it's not. I don't know how the word simulation like makes you think that it's going to be like this one to one accurate thing. But I think honestly, like no game is that like has the space to put all of California in it. You know, um, I mean, it would be pretty, pretty, pretty easy to do it in Australia because you just need a whole bunch of nothing. Yeah, you just need the cities and then just like straight roads with nothing on them. A bunch of dumb animals. Yeah, but don't worry, we're taking care of those guys. Oh boy, are we! We've ever. got a good plan for those kangaroos. Yeah, it's called roadkill. Yeah, oh, I was like, you know, global warming them to death, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah I think the, <laughs> these animals exist in Australia, so it's pretty hard to heat them to death. That's really. true. Probably we'll all die out, and the kangaroos will take over. <laughs> Good. Some <laughs> fucking blue tongue lizard will be the president. <laughs> blue tongue lizard. Look. Good old Bluey. I'd vote for Bluey. <laughs> you know I'd vote for Bluey. He's got good policies. He does. I like his. I like his uh, healthcare. Well, um, he does eat a lot of flies. <laughs> yeah. So I've been playing a bit of that. I'll, I'll report back on the radio stuff next week. Um, but I just want to again just say sorry to El Chan and also thank you to El Chan um, for gifting me that game. And I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a terrible terrible human who doesn't know how to do a society um <laughs> we live in one oh, well, we live in a society what a Is terrible it? one oh, okay. where you don't where you don't play games <laughs> that you get for free for ages I mean, <laughs> i've got lots of games for free that I haven't played yet and i feel really guilty oh dear there's been people been <clears throat> buying your stuff on steam yeah i oh, i think there was a game that cody bought me that i didn't play and then he like he revealed on the podcast that he bought it as a joke like it was it was trolling me <laughs> yeah. like he, or he gave me some crappy game that he had that he was like, in his library and he was like oh, i'll give this to rob i don't know i think you had a kid or something and and so you got a game and then, oh yeah yeah and he gave me doom which was yeah. very very like doom 2016 that's right very generous that's right and he was like you can have this like indie game about mining gas or something like that <laughs> <laughs> You might like that. You it's do. A, you do like very banal, uninteresting it's games. Gas like Dwarf Fortress. 
Frackers. Frackers. We're, we're going to come into your town and ruin it. Controver- awesome. We're controversial. It's frackers. <laughs> Don't worry, Breaking it's fine. Frack. That's the, that's, that's the, um, that's the, like the, what do you call it? The motto or like the, the USP of, yeah. of frackers is don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, oh, an industry paid for study. Yeah. I, I guess that's completely impartial then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. So what, have you been playing anything else in the past, you know, six weeks? Six, six, it might even be seven weeks. Seven weeks? Um, Darkest Dungeon? <laughs> have you finished it yet? No, I'm getting close, though. Getting closer, Have, have you entered the final dungeon yet? I have not. I'm too bit scared. Um, <laughs> it's, it looks scary. scary. Um, that game is still challenging as fuck. I, I, think, I think I predicted a little while ago that I might get bored of the mechanics before I beat the game, and I think that's actually happening. Oh. And I, that happened with The Witcher. Um, the Witcher 3 for me. And, and just something that happens to me with games is like, once I see behind the curtain, once I can see the gears turning and, like, I figure out how the systems work, the game loses a little bit of its luster for me. It's almost like I like games that are so, like, intricate that you can't tell how it's doing what it's doing, you know? Um, and, yeah, I've got to the point with Darkest Dungeon where I'm, like, I'm pretty familiar with it now. I understand. Yeah. I've seen most of the magical items, for example, that you can get from quests already. And it's well, just a matter of like seeing how long it's going to take me to get my characters up to the level where I can do the thing. I think you just need to go into the dungeon now. Maybe I could just. I mean, I've got level. Just six, try and cheese. I've got. I've got like enough level six characters to chuck them in there and see what happens. I just, mean, yeah. I mean, before you quit this game, after all the build up, after mm. all the, oh, I'm going to tell you when I get into the dungeon. You've, yeah. you've seen behind the curtain and all that kind of now. Yeah. You're probably going to quit. So just send them in there and see what happens. I think I'd like to. I, I, you know, I might do that because it might kick you into gear again. You might go, yeah. oh, so close. Or, yeah. Oh, I know what I need to do now. It might give yeah. you some kind of more bit of an oomph. Yeah. A bit of a push in the right direction. So we'll you see. go. You go into that dungeon. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get home, you go into that dungeon and you report back next time. <laughs> All right. About what happens and how, how badly you died mm. and how badly people went insane. Probably very badly. Yeah, my party almost got wiped by the Swine King last night. Um, I love that guy. Yeah. It's, uh, he's, he's a good guy. <laughs> Wiping out your party. Look, he's, I'm on his side. He's not really into democracy, but he's very big on being a giant pig. <laughs> um, Does this sound very Orwellian, I have to say? <laughs> yeah. Kind of, kind of actually reminds me of someone I know. Giant swine um, pig and not into democracy. Doesn't like yeah, democracy. This is alien, all right. Giant swine. It makes me think of someone. Yeah. Someone mm. orange? No. Mm. Mm. Yeah, me? it sounds familiar. <laughs> anyway, moving on, AC. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not much else gaming-wise, funnily enough. I've been a bit distracted, <laughs> as you know. Yep. Um, my life has taken a turn for the interesting. Let's use that phrase. Um, some of it I don't really think I'm ready to talk about on the podcast just now. Um, but yes, it's been an eventful few weeks for old Rob. Yes, it has. Um, but there has been some good stuff in amongst the bad. Um, we went out. Yeah. We went out together. We did a thing. We, did, we had a date. We, <laughs> we, did, we did. And my, my girlfriend drove us to... <laughs> She, like, facilitated the mandate. Um, now, you boys would be good and don't do your start no fires. <laughs> Only three people died. All right, we will. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez, Robbie, did you bring your matches? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went to this little... This is this is a bit of a tale, isn't it, AC? Although what's funny is the venue promised... It promised more fun in its, in its idea 
than in the reality of what it actually was, you know? Like, so this venue is called 88 miles per hour. Yep. And 88 it's, MPH. And it's, uh, it's, it's like, it's meant to be this sort of 80s themed bar. Yeah. Um, which is a weird thing when you grow up in the 80s, like to go yeah, to an 80s themed bar. Yeah, it is a bit because this isn't, like, this is, this is what people imagined the 80s would be like, or if hmm. perhaps some bits were like this, but it was never located in one particular like um like nightclub or anything like that so. yeah yes it's like the, all of the 80s is here it's kind of crammed in there and, <laughs> you know, and you know they've got the music they've got like light up dance floor which was also a 70s thing i do believe yes um yes it's a bit all over the place and actually well the funny thing was that most of the music they were playing was like early 90s music anyway. <laughs> there, there was there was so, a bit of that in there but uh, you know they, yeah. they need to spread it a bit because i'm sure yeah i mean early 90s music is basically 80s music anyway it's mm. just yeah. i think it was pretty empty apparently that place does get pretty full and pretty jumping. I imagine that's something that's a place that you go to after you've pre- preloaded somewhere else. And like, yeah. um, cause it seems like more of a novelty venue than a place that you go to. Like you don't go there to get drunk. I don't think. No. Um, although we went there and gave it a jolly good try. We did. They had like cocktails on tap, which I enjoyed. Yeah. Including Long Island iced tea with a picture of rapper. Ice n- tea. Noted eighties rapper iced tea <laughs> on the. Noted eighties rapper, eh? Yeah, that's right. Oh, it turns out I don't know much as much about the eighties as I originally thought. Yeah. yeah. So, well, he was like, not, you know, like you wouldn't hear him on one hundred six point three. You wouldn't. Marty wouldn't have spun that record on one hundred four point seven. Um, because he wrote songs like Cop Killer. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Not, well not, taken in good humor, I'm sure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they loved it. They were like. Oh, you oh that wacky T. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. T. The irony being that he now plays a cop on Law and Order SVU. Oh, or, he, or he did about 15 years ago. All my references are way out of date. Um, oh, God, yes. Yes, yes. But as many rappers do, they become rappers slash actors. Uh, oh, more power uh, to him. Yeah, and then they lose they lose street cred, but they gain many, many dollars. And, I would you know, I would sell happily- out my street cred. <laughs> For a Mars you're, bar. You're, you have a lot of street creds, so you'd probably get a lot of money out of it. <laughs> maybe like, you know, a good like king-size Mars bar if you're lucky. Maybe, a, maybe one of those bags of the little bag of fun-size ones, you know? Like, that's a fair do, bit of Mars. I do like a good fun-size Mars bar. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well. Street cred of AC and Rob is at an all-time low right now. We've got to we, do what we can. Look, the venue was interesting. I do, I have been there before. Yeah. Um, it seems like the kind of place you would have to go to. Being, yeah. being that it's named 88 miles per hour, obvious reference to your favourite movie franchise. Back to the Future, That's indeed. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they had booths where you can sit and drink. And, you know, the the only food they have there is pizza, which I'm not that's, against. That's fine. If there's only one food in the world left, pizza would be a, a good... Could be a solid candidate. contender, yeah. you know, yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you and I had a chat because we hadn't really seen each other in like a month. Yeah. Probably literally a month. And, yes. And uh, we, um, you know, we had a bit to drink. And um, the other thing they have there mm-hmm. is arcades. They do. So, like, there's all this there's all this music which we're familiar with. And there's, you know, there's a few people on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. So, what do Robbie and I do? We go right to the arcades. That's right. I think we played all four of them, I want to say. We did. There were six there. Mm-hmm. Two of them were, like, um, light gun shooters, which we just kind of ignored. Yes. You know, why bother? Yeah, that's right. Uh, one of which... What was the first one we played? We play, okay, there was... Um, there was... I, I know there was a Street Fighter... No, uh, it was Street Fighter, Fighter Alpha. Alpha three. Yeah, or two? Street Fighter Alpha two ca- cabinet. Yeah, there was the, a, the famous eighties arcade Street Fighter. There was a oh, that's right. It was point. We had Point Blank. Point Blank. Okay, that is a light gun game that we did play. The other ones were like Terminator and Alien. And we just kind what's of a, what's Point Blank called in Japan? Uh, gun Bullet. Gun Bullet. Yes. Now that's a damn good. 
like that's a good choice. Mm. I mean, even though it's not an eighties game by any no. measure, or even I mean, it's a, it's a late nineties piece. Uh, point mid blank. to late nineties. Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah, you're right. Mid to late. Yeah, it was like yeah. on the PS one. It was. There was a home version, so yeah, that yeah. that dates it. Look, it was on a CRT, which is good. The only way you can play a light gun game. And yeah. the bad thing was that it was quite dark. Like mm. they had one of the the colors turned down right low, so it was very, it was very red. Yes, it wasn't quite and right. black and it, not really like green and blues. So it was yeah, the RGB was a bit right. off. But yeah. it, it was still it was fun. It's still point blank and yeah. it's still good. But yeah, it's yeah, it didn't look quite right. It was a bit like meh. Um, and then we played uh, Street Fighter Alpha Two. Yeah, three was it two or three? I think it's two. I think mm, it was Street Fighter. Two, I think yeah. it was two. Now I've been bitching and whining a little bit lately about how I'm not good at fighting games anymore. Ra 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 ra. Who won every single game? I'm pretty sure you kicked my butt. I for once, yeah, did actually kick your butt. Yeah, in Street I think, Fighter. I think I didn't Street ever Fighter, beat you. You know. Street Fighter Alpha, Street Fighter Zero. I, I think yeah. they call it Street Fighter Zero just because it's that's what it's called. I think in that's Japan. what it's called in Japan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For some reason, we don't like Zero. That mm. that confuses us. So we went with Alpha. And who were we playing as? Because oh, I picked Ken first off because I always pick Ken first off. Um, did I pick Ryu? That, I think you did. I think I did. And then we mixed it up, and I think I was playing. Uh, I think I tried out. I think some I was Chun-Li, really and I tried some Gen. In. Yeah, I was kind of locked in as Ryu because you can't change your character after yeah. you've won, and I kept winning. Yes, you did. You <laughs> did. So like, I gotta, and I was so proud of myself because I just haven't won a, a, you know, against a real human for a while. Yeah, I usually we're pretty evenly matched in these in these. We things. are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I was off that night or something. Um, maybe you're just good at maybe you're just good at Street Fighter. I, don't know. I have um, had a bit more luck with Street Fighter Zero slash Alpha. The, those games like mm. despite the fact that they have a weird roster I'm not familiar with yeah there's, they introduced a lot of characters over over like the, the, you know since since Street Fighter 2 you know yeah. they, they put out a lot of this is a prequel so. yeah I, I I spent a lot of time with Alpha 3 on the PS2 I think mm. um, that was like a go to game for me and Nathan Nathan Swift friend of the podcast mm-hmm. um, so I got pretty familiar with that I, I really liked um Oh, what's her name? Cammy? No, I got... Cammy's probably not in that game. Back in the day, I got very good at using Sakura. Oh, Sakura. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, that's right. I remember you, you because we. Yeah. I was. I kept running with Ryu. You were Ken, so I wanted to be Ryu just to, like, you know, be a bastard. And then yeah, I was yeah. kind of locked in as Ryu for a while. Mm. And it worried me because I just didn't want Ryu to be my main guy. Mm. But because he's just so average. He's just so normal. He's very generic. He's very generic. Mm, mm. Uh, and then I suggested that you play as Sakura. Yeah, because they have a similar and, move set. Yeah, yeah, and you could kick my ass, and then you could you you could keep playing as Sakura. But I didn't kick your ass. Uh, it was it was closer with that with that yeah. one than it was with the other one. I, I played a lot of Sakura back in like I tried to like get good at in various times in my life. I've tried to get good at street at fighting games. Yeah, and yeah, at, at that this was probably like ten years ago now. More. Um, I sat down. And I was like, right, I'm going to get really good at Sakura. <laughs> so I like sat down and like in the training mode, just did her moves over and over and over again for yeah. hours. But you know, well, you were you were quite good at Street Fighter Four. I do. Recall. Yeah, I owned that on the PS3. Yeah, and you were, um, you were kicking everyone's ass. Yeah, I wasn't that great. I mean, like, I didn't never played it online. I think I could beat my friends at it. Yeah, you know, but which is which is good. Um, no, I never really took it online. That's that's where the real fighting game scene is. Is online. And you'll get your butt handed to you by oh, these people. My, yes. um, they will delight in just ruining you. Um, yeah, I, I wonder sometimes whether I would enjoy watching like high level fighting game play, like the 
tournament scene and stuff like that. But I think it's too fast and too like you, you really got to know what's going on, and yeah. it's so fast that you got to think, oh, he's doing that move to counter this move, but he's thinking two moves ahead. Yeah, it's like a very speedy game of violent chess. Yeah, or at least checkers. Yeah, I wonder whether that I'd actually find that fun. I don't really. I'm not really into esports, Ace. Do you ever watch any esports no, stuff? No, I'm not really into. T- I'm not really. I think the commentators usually put me off. The fact that you bait- shoutcasting or something is that yeah, they call it. I don't know. It's like some dumb name. Yeah. And it's also <laughs> it's it's difficult to get perspective unless yeah. it's a fighting game. So the most I'm going to get into, like, it's not an esport, but I do like watching Salty's Dream Casino. Oh yeah, because it's just like two random characters like beating the shit out of each other with like AI controlling both opponents, mm. and you, you get some pretty interesting things. Yes, there's some weird <clears throat> modded characters and stuff. Hmm. Oh, goodness me, I'm already yawning. That's not right. Um, yeah, that that thing's weird. Yeah. So we also played. There was a multicade there as well, which had a whole bunch of games. Yeah, on. we played, and they were pretty generous. I should say this place is like in their favor. Yeah. You chuck in a dollar coin, and you get like more than you should credits. You get like double the credits you yeah. think you're thinking you'd get yeah. um like you get, it's like the maximum amount of lives and like two credits or something like that yeah so it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good it's like generous more than, yeah more than what you'd get in the arcades back in like the mid to late 90s that's no, for sure totally stinger back in those days so yeah, yeah we got a few good goes out of that um that multi-cab yeah i think it, and this had and it was it was a pretty good one like if you're gonna have one multi-cab in your 80s Arcade, like you know, eighties theme bar. Like it's got to have all the classics, and this one did. So it had like Pac Man, it had you know Gallagher, it had Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong yeah. you know, all the stuff, everything you'd expect and yeah. hope and hope to see. Mm. Um, even some weird things like Mister Do and like I mean I don't know if Mister Do is weird, but like to me it's like a bit obscure. It's a, yeah, um, in Australia, so you know, was, you want to yeah. play some fucking Cubert or whatever, like you know, go for it. <laughs> yeah, they had they had a good selection of of old eighties games on there. Um, so it was it was fun to go through those. Yeah. Um, and the people were coming in and out and, you know, the the, the dance floor was pretty empty. Mm-hmm. Um, the funny thing was that a group of girls did actually come up to us. And, yes. like, this, this is, it was so funny because we were just... Rob and I were actually having a pretty good time drinking and, like, playing the arcades. Mm-hmm. And these girls came up to us. And, you know, Rob and I had dressed ourselves up to a, a nice-ish mm-hmm. degree. Moderately sort of. nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they go, do, do you guys... Have you guys been here before? And I was like, yeah, not only have we been here before, we've lived through the 80s. Like, we, we know. Yeah, you were really snarky to this poor girl. I know. She comes up to you and she's like... I knew what was about to guys, happen. She's like, do you guys come here much? And you're like... <laughs> not only did we come we, no, no that's right she, do you like 80s music and you're like we we, we lived in the 80s yeah we lived through it <laughs> because like, this poor uh, like she must have been in her mid 20s or something yeah. like she was trying to create a conversation and like Rob and I just were just having fun with ourselves and it's like they invited us to go dance with them on the dance floor and we said oh sorry we were about to leave yeah which and is then, true and then they left first because there was nothing going on it's and pretty then, awkward yeah, yeah we went out and they were still kind of like hanging around outside yeah. <laughs> we wait for your girlfriend to pick us up so we went back inside <laughs> It's like going, oh man, this is awkward. I felt so. I mean, I felt I felt two things. I felt sorry for them in a weird way. I was yeah. like, oh, you've got that courage up to come and no, talk no, to that, us. No, that was good of them. I, I don't think I was, I wasn't trying to be snarky. Yeah. That's not exactly how the conversation went. No, but it was it was funny because yeah. On the one hand, I was like laugh. I was like, oh, that's sweet that you have got the courage up to come mm. and speak to us. The other part of me was like, where were you like 15 years ago when I was this like timid 24 year old who'd just be <laughs> desperate for any girl to talk to him ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know like you picked the wrong decade you know? um well she probably would have been 12 back yeah then, that's so. true yes where she was was probably yes mm. in primary school so that's weird when you think about it but moving on yeah um, it was yeah, just we, one of those weird things we were like, nice we did we we, we, we weren't nice. i wasn't as snarky as rob made me out but we would we were just we rob and i were just really just kind of having fun just 
uh, between the two of us. You yeah. know, like I suppose it's nice. It's kind of flattering, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it was. You know, but it's just the wrong time, the wrong place for us, despite the fact we were in a nightclub. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But it, yeah. it was a good night. Yeah, we had fun. It was really, yeah. really, really fun. And Joe, again, like just a legend, came and picked us up after we had like, you know, eight or nine drinks each and drove us. She got, she drove us past the McDonald's. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, oh, God. she's, she's a good egg. Yeah, she's a good egg, that one. Mm. Mm. That was fun. So, you know, we actually socialized in mm. this in this seven week gap. But in that time, AC, did you ever play any videoed gar? Oh, yeah, I did actually. It's been it, it's been a time mm. uh, because not only did uh, Link's Awakening, the uh, yeah. remade Game Boy, and then Game Boy Color make so this is kind of like a remake of a remake mm. sort of thing, or at least a remaster, because Link's Awakening was for the Game Boy, and then they released. Link's Awakening DX for the uh, Game Boy Color, which mm. is basically the same game except in color with an extra dungeon. Mm-hmm. And then 25 years later, or however long it's been, they've released... Probably not 25 years, close enough, though. Mm. Um, they released Link's Awakening, um, completely remastered for the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Uh, and it is based off the color version because the color dungeon... Is in that game. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so it is It is the DX version. Mm. Okay. So it's it's very cute. Uh, and as I said, not only did I buy that game, but I've also finished it subsequently oh, well. as well. Is it still... Are they, is it still like a pixel art game? Or have they made it like rent, like pseudo 3D or something like no, that? No, it's... it's um, it's Yeah, it's 3D, basically. It's 3D, it's, but, it's, but it's still top-down. It is still top-down. It's basically 2.5 the exact same map yeah. with all the exact same things on it it's uh-huh. just everything is in hd now okay and the characters and enemies and everything they're very cute mm. like um same dialogue and everything yeah pretty so much still exactly a kid that's the like, same dialogue uh press a to attack why do i know that all that yes stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that yeah. yeah i don't know i'm just a kid what am i talking about i don't yeah. know what that means oh i really yeah. want a yoshi doll you yeah, know the yoshi yeah. doll is still in there they did rejig the crane game because mm. Mm. they made it more like a real kind of ufo uh ufo skill tester kind of thing like with like right. four claws Okay. And it's actually harder and kind of annoying. Yeah, okay. But, uh, you know, if you've got enough rupees, you can certainly, you know, try your luck with that multiple times. Hmm. I did. We reviewed that game, the original one. We did, yeah. On this very podcast. We did. And I gave it a, a glowing thumbs up. It was the first Zelda game I ever completed. Same so I, here. Oh, it's not. I didn't complete it. was the first game I've ever played. first Zelda game I've ever yeah. played. Yeah. Yeah. So I was quite into the fact that um, this came out and people were complaining that it's a you know, it's a remake, but a sixty, uh, you sixty dollar remake of like yeah, seventy dollars in Australia, I think, or something like geez, that. Really, it's a full price game. Full price game. Jesus. Yeah, it's. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't feel bad, but I also wouldn't feel bad if you know, if it was a bit cheaper. It's not I a suppose. very long game, is it? Like- it is. I mean, that's the thing. It can be a very long game. Okay. But other than like a dungeon maker mm. that's that they've slapped in there and yeah. it's not not very good i didn't spend much time with it okay it's not you know there's, there's nothing's really changed about it hmm. uh but i do like the character designs they're kind of chibi they're very cute hmm. uh the the world is is very realized in 3d it's got all that charm and that kind of surrealism that was in the f- in the original as yeah. well yeah it did feel a bit like a weird dream well, I mean, it's literally a dream. Like, is the that, whole island is a dream. Is that, like, right. revealed like at the end? Like the well, like- not really, no, because it's if you wake the wind fish up, oh. which is a whale, not a fish, I won't point out. <laughs> um, 
but Get it right, yeah, it's uh, all all of the island is, is is his dream. So Link is the only real thing, and if uh, the wind fish wakes up, that's the only way Link can leave. Oh, so. uh, okay, okay, all right. Because so it does feel very like unusual compared to the rest of the Zelda games, like yeah. that weird raccoon in the woods or whatever, and the the witch. It just seems like very like how do you put it like abstract it is yeah. I, I think the the creators um and writers said that it, they a lot of it was based off twin peaks because that was really? very popular in the in the early 90s yeah. when they were designing this game originally yeah, right it's the original deadly premonition yeah <laughs> but you know in a in a fun way not in like a mm. not in like a you know dead murdered teenager way yeah I suppose. sure i think that would that wouldn't fly with nintendo's core audience well some of them, but probably not all of them. <laughs> Who is Nintendo's core audience? I mean, back then, back in the 80s, it was kids, but I don't even know anymore. Yeah. I think it's everyone. Yeah, that's E right. for everyone. Yeah. Look, I, I really enjoyed playing it again. I'm not going to lie. I used a walkthrough for um, some of it. Sure. I mean, look. Because I just... I've, I've played it to completion before, mm. but I just don't have the amount of time to wander around a dungeon and like try everything and bomb every wall and a stuff, lot of these, no matter how obvious it is to some people. A lot of these like open worldy kind of games, mm. especially back in those days, were stretching out the gameplay time by make by being like obscure and like forcing you to like backtrack and stuff like that. And yeah, it can be pretty like annoying it it's it was fine when you were 10 when you felt like your life was infinite but now when you're like 37 and you're like got a kid and you've only got like two hours to play this game you don't want to be like wandering around bombing every wall you want to just go to the next thing and just progress and uh, exactly yeah you know yeah. It's and it's a different different <clears throat> mood you know it, it very much is and i just wanted to enjoy playing the game i didn't want to get frustrated and mm. you know like rage quit and not come back to it for a while because like this dungeon was bugging me and you know i didn't like use a, a walkthrough for every step of the way i was like going okay walk three steps go through three rooms a lot of it was exploratory yeah uh, it was just at the end i just kind of went oh i just need to know how to do this bit here because <laughs> this is just kind of annoying pardon me that's my walkthrough policy right now is like i don't use them until i get stuck and if i'm getting mm. stuck once i've gotten stuck for a certain amount of time i'll, I'll go look it up you mm. know and then i'll keep going because there's no point in being stuck there's no fun in that you know no um, i mean i can see as a as a teenager like yeah. you have the time to like and you feel really good when you figure it out you mm. go oh that was it i'm such an idiot but i figured it out by myself mm-hmm. and some you know there were a couple of times when i did it this time despite the fact that as i said i've played it before but mm. on the other hand it's like oh i just don't have the time for this yeah like, i got i got i gotta get i've got stuff to do yeah so, exactly look it is good i do like the remake it has its issues Mm. Um, it's blurry around the edges. Oh, weird. Like the, on the edges of the Delib- frame. Deliberately? Yeah, oh. deliberately oh. by the look of it. Yeah, it's just not it's just not in focus. Okay. Which is annoying for my eyes and I'm already very worried about my eyes. Does it eyes. make you feel like you need to put your glasses on or something? Like well, that? yeah, that too. But my because my eyes kind of are attracted to the blurriness to make sure my eye, there's nothing wrong with my eyes, it kind of like made me feel a bit weird mm. sometimes. Okay. And the frame rate is when you move from one area to another, like if you come out of a dungeon or if you go into like a house or something like this and then come out of the house, mm. it is choppy as fuck. What the hell? The like switch- we're talking like five frames a second or something like that. That's horrible. Yeah. It- the Switch is like, should be able to handle that A fine. Game Boy remake? You, you, wouldn't, you would you think re- so. Yeah. I mean, apparently it has something to do with the RAM um, being limited in the system. And what you should do is you should... Sh- between saves mm. is that you should actually shut down the entire system and then turn it back on again oh, but 
you know, who's going to do that either as well? You yeah. know, maybe maybe you should just like design your system better. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just that I'm being that guy right now. But I, I, am not, I'm not a, a Game Boy com- remake. Shouldn't do that. I'm not a computer game programmer. No, but I think they put too much graphics in that game, and they should take out some of the graphics. <laughs> maybe that's why it's blurry around the edges yeah. to but, like mitigate like choppy frame rate or something. God, who just, knows? It's not they overdid overdid it a bit with the glitz and glamour, perhaps. But yeah. I, it's a, it's a very beautiful game. I will mm. say that, but it's not. It's not stunning. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not groundbreaking, but I did enjoy it. I did. I finished it. I didn't do a completionist run. I think it makes sense as a Oh, pardon me. I think it makes sense as a game to re-release for today's market because I assume a lot of kids that never played it. I assume there's a lot of people who never played this game when it came out. And like, it is like a interesting, fun Zelda game. And, you know, there's, there's a sizable number of people who are probably like, cool, I'll check this out kind of thing. And, had never touched it before. I do wonder whether... I mean, do you think that's the audience or do you think it's people who've already played It's played both. It There's the definitely day. a nostalgia factor yeah. there for people who have played it, but yeah. it's also a good opportunity for people to play a game, a Zelda game they haven't played before, hmm. which because of the nature of the game itself... Um, yeah. ...was probably not as popular as some of the main console ones. And like, the, there is a problem with that game, with that original game, hmm. in that... You have a full inventory of like 10 items or possibly more, like 16 items or something like that. Yeah. But you only have two buttons to map them to. The Switch is good because it allows you to, um, like, the certain things like the dash is, is programmed onto the left trigger, the shield is programmed onto the right trigger, okay. and your sword is always A. Right. So that is really good in itself and then the top two uh, x and y buttons mm. um above the a button are mapped to like your the rest of your inventory okay. so you know there's some improvement in life stuff i yeah. still wish i could unequip the sword sometimes and just like equip the boomerang instead because the boomerang after you get it kicks ass yes i remember it's a, it's that a good weapon mm. so um yeah i i would recommend it but you know, if if you wait a couple of months and find it for cheaper in a secondhand store, maybe just oh, grab that man. one. That's what's crazy. Nintendo won't drop that price, will they? Because they just love to keep prices the same. They do. They do wow. indeed. All right. Well, that's interesting. I was curious because that that's a cool game, and I was hmm. interested to see that they'd done a remake. So, yeah. I um I also I I've been playing some more virtual pinball as well. Um, but not vir- sorry. When I say virtual pinball, I mean computer pinball. Not virtual reality pinball. Right. And kind of by accident. Because uh, PlayStation was having a sale. Well, a PS Plus. or I'm not part of PS Plus, but the PlayStation Store mm-hmm. was having a sale. Yes. And I saw it was getting towards the end of the sale. And I bought a couple of things. Like I bought uh, the um, virtual VR Everybody's Golf. Oh, yeah. So I played a little bit more of that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, which is still good, but I can't play too much of that because it strains not my eyes, but more my neck because uh, you kind of need to look down and yeah, yeah, with the headset on and everything as well. Yeah, so mm. that's that kind of gets a little bit annoying sometimes. Okay. Uh, but you know, I've, I played a bit of it. Uh, but the the um, the VR pinball that I have, mm. and you and I have reviewed, I really like that game. All those tables, and I saw oh, they've got the um, the. Back to the Future slash E.T. slash Jaws pinballs on sale. Or or I thought they were on sale anyway. Mm, mm. So I jumped on it and bought it. And then they weren't appearing in my VR library and went, oh, what the fuck's wrong with this? Mm -hmm. So it turns out I didn't buy it on special. Mm -hmm. I just bought the non-VR version. (laughs) God. So it wasn't that expensive. It was like 10 or 15 bucks or something. So I thought, oh, okay. 
I am denied whether I should take it back, and it turns out returning anything to the PlayStation Store is monumentally complicated, and you have basically have to call up. And mm-hmm. I just kind of went, oh, fuck it, I'll just, like, for 10 bucks, I'll play these games. Yeah. Turns out, I'm glad I got these games for cheap and didn't buy the, the expensive 30 or $35 version of these, mm. because they're very meh. Okay. They're just, like, not exciting, or, like, yeah. Yeah, they're not... <sighs> Look, yeah. yeah, they're not great tables. Um, obviously, they're they're licensed. Yes, um, which is kind of like most of what you're paying for there. You know, yeah. like the tables that we played in VR. Um, there was like the, they had like really complicated ones, yeah, really playable, fun ones, and like a kind of a simple one that only had a couple of like uh, like tracks and stuff like that. So yes, yeah. These were kind of more like mix of simple and gimmicky mm-hmm. like and they had sound effects and quotes but they were done by sound alikes and not the real actors you can oh, tell okay. and they're a bit a bit oh yeah so i'm glad i didn't pay full price for these things and i'll probably play them again at one stage and it came with a couple of other like original tables from williams i think back in the day okay so i don't regret the purchase but they just weren't that exciting i just didn't feel it maybe because it wasn't in vr but at the same time like when you're so familiar with a lot of these movies mm-hmm. and you get sound alikes to do the exact same quotes, mm. if they just don't have the energy or the style. Mm. And you can, you kind of, you kind of feel like you're playing something slightly B grade. Yeah. Like rip off. Because you notice like, yeah. you know, I think someone who wasn't such a fan would not, would not Probably notice. Probably not. No, but yeah. I mean, even in ET and Jaws, like I'm, I'm not a big fan of Jaws, but I noticed that it was a bit off. Like, I mean, it was just a little bit off, like a little bit. I don't think I've ever seen Jaws, or I don't think I've I don't think I've ever seen any Jaws movie. Yeah, I, the first one is good. Yeah, it's, people say that. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I should check out the first Jaws. AC. You don't need to watch any of the other ones, unless it's Jaws 3D. So these which, movies that my parents just never would have let me watch in the eighties. Yeah. You know, like I, I watched Rambo for the first time in twenty fifteen, and it was good, and I was like, huh. Yeah, right. Rambo, Rambo is good. Like the original Rambo, not the, the original the first Rambo, Rambo. Yeah, that is an interesting story. That's the- apparently the novel in the novel, which that movie is based on. He's black, and which explains a lot about why like that cop decides to mess with him so much in the movie. Like I wonder, it makes no yeah. sense in the movie. He's like, he doesn't like him because he has long hair or something. You know, like and he's a Vietnam vet as well. Yeah. So, yeah, but like yeah, in the book he's like a black guy, which makes total. Well, it makes a lot more sense out of what happens mm. after that. Um... Yeah, so anyway, I'm getting so, off topic here. Yeah, no, that's all right. I mean, uh, you are listening to Game Life Balance Australia. Oh, wow, that's the longest. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, wait, 40 minutes or something? Yeah. 50 minutes? Jeez Louise. Now, 50 minutes exactly now. So, yes, we are listening to Game Life Balance Australia, the Australian mm. edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. This is Stream of Nonsense. Episode 90? Episode 90 indeed. Mm-hmm. So, 90 episodes of this stuff. That's right. Uh, we, uh, every five episodes, Rob and I cut loose, and we have not recorded in quite a long time. That's right. This is extra loose. We're very loose. We're very loosey-goosey. <laughs> I mean, we're literally just having a conversation into a microphone. Yeah. I mean, like, we literally do that anyway, but, <laughs> like, this is very much Rob and I catching up on a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, we, like, when, we, when we went out the other day... Mm-hmm. We didn't talk games. We said, no, no, we've got to save it for the podcast. That's right. So we're saving it now. Yeah. So you, I have been playing, though. Sorry. Pardon me. Pardon me as Pardon well. Pardon you. Pardon, pardon moi. <laughs> so we have been playing games. Uh, the pinball game, I'm kind of a bit glad I didn't. Mm. 
get the VR versions of just because I just don't think they're as good as the tables that I bought. The that you know the it. yeah the unlicensed ones. You know, just mm. the, just the generic ones they made up. I just have lots of fun with those. Okay, so that's fine. Uh, the pocket. Uh, I one thing I did do recently. I'll just talk about this briefly, then we will go on a break, maybe. Sure. Um, I went to Sydney to make sure I wasn't going blind. Ah. So every year, mm-hmm. I go to. I need to go to Sydney to the Bicentennial Clinic, um, which is like an eye hospital in Sydney. They poke and prod me and like blow things and like you know, you know, poke my eyes and make sure that there's nothing, nothing bad going on there because uh, my daughter is sight impaired, which comes from me, and I have the same thing, so I need to make sure that I'm not uh, going that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it turns out. It's all good, although I'm a little bit more photosensitive than I was last time. Yeah. And probably a bit more photophobic as well. Which is I noticed when we were in the bar, some of that neon lighting was like... Yeah. It's like annoying Kind of a you. bit overbearing. Like the black lights, which look yeah. cool, I just like... I could see the reflections and everything, and it was mm. kind of like everything freaking purple and makes my eyes feel really weird. Like mm. I know that's what happens normally, but it's so strong now. Yeah. It's a little bit over... So I, I had to face away from them. Like I couldn't like look at them right yeah yeah so yeah it's a, it's a bit weird and i'm i have to wear sunglasses pretty much everywhere now but <laughs> yeah it's all right it's okay i'm not going blind so that's good mm. uh every time i go there though as a kind of a, a a weird sort of because i feel like it i always bring a game boy <laughs> and i bring like an original game boy with like tetris or super mario land on it mm. Mm. And just kind of, you know, this this big motherfucker while I'm like, my eyes are dilated and I'm there, everything's slowly getting blurry. And I say, like, how far can I get? Uh-huh. Last time I got up to the very last boss of Super Mario Land. Wow. And I just couldn't finish it. I really wanted to finish it, but mm. I was just, my eyes were just too far gone. Wow. Um, by so that stage. Good test of the eyes, though, I suppose, to be looking at the Game Boy screen. Yeah, or I'm just really familiar with the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's> that too. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, this time, though, I decided to take a Game Boy Pocket. Oh. But this Game Boy Pocket looks is the same color scheme as the original Game Boy. Oh, it's wow. kind of like a miniature version of the original Game Boy. Huh. But it turns out, just like the, the day before I left, I was testing it out. Mm. And I went, oh, hang on, the screen's busted. So some of them have a problem where lines uh, will stop appearing. Oh. Uh, and you'll just have like a gap in the line. That's a shame. I did have a spare Game Boy Pocket, which is part of my display. So I ended up swapping the screens out, which is the first time I've done something like that oh, to wow. a Game Boy Pocket because like ga- original Game Boys mm. built like the original brick shit house, quite mm. easy to repair. Mm. I'd never tried it on a more compact uh, system before. Yeah, yeah. It was a little bit more fiddly, but not too much more difficult. And I managed to swap out the screens and uh, nice. yeah, Bob's your uncle because it looks it. You know, I've swapped out the screens and I put the good one in the, the one that I actually play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Neat. And yeah, uh, I did actually break an original Game Boy. You broke it. I dropped. This is the first time I've ever broken an original Game Boy. I was... The Toyota Hilux of consoles. <laughs> well, <laughs> what happened was I was... If you look over there on the wall, yeah, you will notice that I've put all of my Play It Loud Game Boys in a frame. Oh. Wait. Next to the TV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, that's so cool. I've, I have every Play It Loud Game Boy, except the Manchester United, some fucking stupid, like, well, I don't know, like, <laughs> I don't know, the one where you can't use your hands uh-huh. and everyone pretends to be hurt, like, Wussball oh, or something like that. Oh, yeah. Wussball. Wussball. Yeah. Same thing. Anyway. Hockey. Uh, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was just the red version with, like, a sticker on it or some shit like that. Right, so yeah. I got all of them, including the blue version, which was not available in the... Uh, in America, I do believe, and the white one, which was Japan only. So every color of the original uh, Game Boy series and the Play It Loud series. I put them in a frame because I think they look really cool. Yeah. Kind of someone, I put it on Facebook and someone said it's very Andy Warhol kind of thing. (laughs) Pop art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is cool. I need to Velcro them in there, which is kind of a weird way of doing it, but I didn't want to stick them because then... Well, then you can't get them out. Yeah, I can't get them out. Yeah, yeah. And if I fuck that up, then it's kind of doomed. Mm, mm. Um, but I, when I was putting this together, I dropped one. Oh, and I thought, oh, who cares? I dropped the Game Boy. It'll be fine. But no, the corner of it actually shattered. Wow. Okay. It actually... And this, I was like aghast. Gasp. Mm. Because this is this doesn't happen to Game Boys. Mm. You can kill a motherfucker with these things. Yeah, yeah. But it turns out, no, that this one was a little bit weak and it shattered. Two weeks prior... Mm. I had actually bought a lot of games and two Game Boys off someone. Oh, okay. One of them was the same color. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I needed. So I was like going, luckily, I have a spare that I literally got two weeks ago. Mm. So I was able to replace that one. And I've got some spare parts as well. So. There you go. Fortune smiled upon you. Yeah. So wow. that was that worked out in my favor for once. Yeah. Crazy. I, yeah. I, I don't recall anyone ever breaking their Game Boy back in the day. I, it's pretty hard to happen. do. But yeah, no, this was a three foot, four foot drop on a... On like a on you know very solid tiles onto the tiles yeah, yeah. in the garage yeah, yeah that'll that'll do it it will do it. It, mm. it at the end of the day it is made of plastic no matter how strong the plastic is it will shatter yeah. if you throw it hard enough at something I didn't throw it I just dropped it though mm. Mm. all right uh, well we're fifty six minutes in do you want to take a break yeah let's take a little break and we'll come back and wrap this wrap the sucker up oh my sucker is wrapped up. <laughs> playing more games than me yes what what the dickens what well, what the charles dickens what the, well, i have been playing charles dickens the experience oh wow which is actually a hentai game on steam oh nice no, yeah. is it like a match four and then you get to see naked charles dickens no it's just naked charles dickens oh good. that's it okay, you, just, just, you just use your mouse cursor to like you great. know pendulum is ding dong <laughs> that's the game you got it's actually like a metronome you got to keep it like in a really steady rhythm <laughs> that's actually more challenging than it sounds <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there's got to be some record of Charles Dickens' dick out there. Yeah, it's called the, the Dickwick Papers. There you go. The, you know, actually, we need to design and like release this game now. Great bonerations. I don't oh, know. there's so many good puns. I can't. N- neither of those were good. But we'll come okay. We'll we can come up, up with more. so many puns. A, Not good puns, but puns. A big Christmas dick. <laughs> there you go. Spotted dick. <laughs> Christmas Dick. Okay, you're not even trying anymore. It's a whole new meaning to the word Tiny Tim. (laughs) That's what I'm going to call my dick from now on. 
Well, you know, when they put that turkey in the oven, that's going to have a whole different meaning. <laughs> the Christmas goose. <laughs> plump. That's what I used to call it, apparently. Uh, a plump Christmas goose. Let me put that in your oven, my dear. All right. Oh, now we've okay. besmirched the good name of Charles Dickens. Oh, uh, well, you know, look, someone's got to do it. Someone's going to take that guy down a peg. <laughs> He's had it too good for too long. That's right. Or being dead and all. <laughs> Lucky sod. No. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to die there, Wish Robbie. I was a dead author. <laughs> that would not be famous. <laughs> well, fake your death. Uh, and by faking your death, I mean really kill you. <laughs> it's not really the same. We'll talk about it after the end. Yeah. <laughs> One of the other games I did try and attempt to play mm-hmm. when I was in Sydney. And Sydney was great, by the way, because like I went up to... And nobody's going to care no. about this. No. Who listened to this podcast. But I went to a sporting event. You did. I went to the grand final, the rugby league grand final. That's right. That's kind of like that's kind of like the Super Bowl for Australia. It kind of is. Yeah, it's yeah. it's one of the biggest sports here, if not the biggest. Yes, depends where you live, but yes, yeah, it's reg- there's regional sports. Yeah, where we live, it's all about the rugby league. Yeah, rugby league. It's basically it's rugby league. I love rugby league, but it is a thugs game. Yeah, it's brutal. It is not. It's yeah. people are on there like you know with half an arm missing, <laughs> yeah. bleeding from every orifice. Going no, 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 coach, I'm not hurt. No, I can stay on the field, mate. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a violent. It's a violent. It is a violent. It's the most contact of contact sports. It is, I would and say. there's no protection. They don't. Yeah. They don't wear like they they just no. running out there in shorts and a t-shirt. They just have a big thick bonehead. Yeah, that's basically all they have. Is there like gunplay going on outside? Oh, fireworks. Okay. Is there a is there a is there a war today? Do we have a war scheduled? There's, a, there's fireworks going on outside people. I'm not, I don't think the microphone's gonna pick this up. No, probably not. But it's weird because I don't think it's the Queen's birthday, which is the one time that Australians set off fireworks. So I'm assuming It could be war. Yes. It's Red Dawn <laughs> and I am the good looking one. <laughs> Corey Feldman? Was Martin... Was Charlie Sheen in that movie? I don't know. I don't... I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Corey Feldman was. I, I, like, I was just taking a wild stab at an 80s movie. I, I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> I have years ago. Yeah. But I remember I was... I, I think I had bourbon and no Coke, which means I probably drank an entire bottle of bourbon. Damn. With no Coke. So you didn't remember much about that particular gem. I don't gem. think so. <laughs> I think a brown paper bag may have been involved to yeah. either hide said contents mm, mm. drink out of said contents or throw up in said contents anyway i'm not sure <laughs> so something along those lines all right well look if we're not if we don't get shot in this war zone that we're living in now um we'll continue making the podcast yeah maybe. sure rob uh, might welcome this but anyway yes <laughs> well it's all look i won't be a dead author but at least i'll be dead which is halfway there <laughs> It's be very hard to write something after you're dead. No, I'll, I'll ghost write you something though. Tupac Some makes a lot of music, and he's been dead for ages. Oh yeah, so. hologram. He keeps he keeps the Arnold Rimmer that churning man back out to life. the hits. <laughs> That's right, churning definitely. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I went to the rugby league grand final for the first time in 25 years. Uh huh. The Canberra Raiders. Or in the grand final, I'd watched, right. I'd watched some of their games this season. Mm-hmm. It's fair to say I'm a bit of a fair weather fan. I never stopped liking them, mm. but I certainly did stop caring about it sometimes, <laughs> you know, when they were just doing so poorly. Yeah. And, you, know, you feel like a traitor, kind of like, oh, you were doing so bad for so long, but now you're good and I love you again. <laughs> but, you know, I, that's just sports. I think that's the reality of... of, of yeah. yeah. Unless you're like there every weekend, you know. So I was going to be 
in Sydney anyway for this eye appointment. And my lovely, beautiful wife bought me a ticket to go to the grand final. That's fantastic. So Canberra Raiders versus Sydney Roosters. Mm. Um, and... It was great. I've never been to a grand final before. Mm. Carnival atmosphere. Mm. Like they had rides for the kiddies. They had like a beer tent and stuff like that. I didn't actually drink anything till half time. Mm. Mm. Like because I didn't want to get up and, you know, have to go to the bathroom or something during a, you know, a, a particularly magical moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did have a, a nice ice cream, a choc top. Oh, very good. <laughs> which yeah. is, which the was Aussie kind of, yeah, yeah. kind of fun. Uh, the game was good. It was, it was such a intense atmosphere. I was sitting right next to one of the loudest Sydney Roosters fans possibly ever. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, but, but that kind of added to the atmosphere, yeah, you know, like yeah, the, yeah. the excitement, the disappointment, you know, like they, they, they came out and, and were winning early on. Mm. We evened it up. They tried. We tried. We mm. at, at, like scored tries. And mm. it was dead even mm. until the last 10 minutes where they scored... And it was looking bad for Canberra, and then a decision just didn't go our way, and mm. then we lost. So, look, mm. Mm. it is what it is. I'm glad I was there for it, despite well, at least the it fact- was an exciting match. Yeah, it was yeah. good. It was it was like as I said, down to the last ten minutes, which is pretty good. That's so. cool. I mean, that's all you can really ask for. Yeah, you know, just for at least to not be a trouncing. No, um, and you know, a lot of I think the commentators really wanted Canberra to win mm. uh, because you know the. The underdog. It's the underdog story. That's right. And the first time we did win, which was 30 years ago, right. it, we were the underdogs and nobody thought we'd win. And it was it was the best game of rugby league I think I've ever seen. There was a few years there where it was really great if you were a kid in Canberra. Because oh, yeah. But 89 and 90. I think we won in 89 and 90. And then, we, like and then we came to the grand final in 91 and we yeah. lost in 91 or something like that. I think maybe... It was 91 and 92. Like, we won against Penrith in 91, then 92 then we, we lost. I yeah. can't remember. We and had then a good in run there, though. In 94, we won against Brisbane, and mm. then everything went. Every, all of our good players retired. Yeah. So, look, I really enjoyed it. It was a good game. Uh, frankly, I do think that the Roosters were the better, were what the, the ever so slightly better rugby league playing side. Sure. So, it would have been great if we could pull it out, uh-huh. but we didn't, and it's okay. Well, there you go. I so, just. just don't have that amount of tribalism in me. You no. Know, to say, oh, we were robbed. Oh, oh the ref robbed. was an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. There was a bit of that, but, you know, you're gonna, it doesn't matter. You can't change anything. So. Yeah, that's it. That's um, it. I, I tried to play a, a Game Boy game, which I've wanted to play for a while, mm. which is a, a mixture. And I have played it before. I just never played it to completion. It's a Capcom game called Gargoyle's Quest, ah. which is a mixture of action and RPG elements. Like, there are, there's an overhead view... And where you do RPG stuff, open new areas, and then you go to side-scrolling like platforming uh, to, sections. Yeah, platforming sections where you're you're the demon from the red demon from uh, Ghosts and Ghouls. Oh, weird. Okay. Uh, yeah. Huh. That guy has like a, his own game. Yeah, in his own world. <laughs> yeah, demon world. Wow. And he's like the good guy, and you're playing him, and you got to live the the land of other people. And that and that game, which is a spin off, even got its sequel on like the NES. That's so weird. Really That's canonically canonically, you're the red demon from that. Yeah. Game. Weird. It's, That's awesome. Yeah. Except on the <laughs> on the cover of the Game Boy, he's green, not red. So huh. like he has the same name. I don't know. It's the it's cover a art's always a bit weird, yeah, though, especially. For Kirby as well. Yeah, I always remember all the, all, all the Alex Kidd cover art was really fucked. Yeah, <laughs> like, it really was. It's just like, who is this munted dude? <laughs> it doesn't look anything like anything. I've got a story about Kid uh, for you as well. Which, okay. uh, I'll, I'll tell you that a bit later. But okay. um, look, I tried playing it. I played it for a bit. It's, it's a good game, mm. but it's a long, 
you're in it for the long haul. It's got a battery save. And I don't know, it just wasn't holding my attention as much as I was hoping it was going to. I think yeah. my brother had this game as a kid as well. Okay. And I think I got further in it then, but now it was just a bit, yeah, I just, I'm just caring less and less and less and less about it. And I just kind of gave it up, which is a bit of a shame because it's kind of a, a cult classic on Game Boy. And, yeah. you know, after playing Zelda, I thought, oh yeah, some, some RPG elements and some good platforming ele- elements where you're, like, you're this demon who can fly and you can extend your flying ability and stuff like that. That sounds awesome. Okay. But maybe it was a bit too primitive or I just wasn't in the mood, so mm, yeah. maybe nothing. That's okay, though. Okay. Um, I did find a Japanese PS2 at the dump. <laughs> now- It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. That, that's a very weird sentence, but I, I, th- I probably need to explain. Mm. We have this shop called the Green Shed, which yes. is adjacent to the dump or the tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, where people can drop off all of their old stuff they don't want anymore. And if it's in good working condition, they'll accept it and they'll sell it in the store. And I think they give like a limited amount to charity or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, uh, you know, they do have old game consoles there. There are a lot of 360s. Right. A lot of PlayStation, sorry, PlayStation, uh, of Xbox 360s there because that was a very popular console in Australia. Mm. God knows if they're working or not, but... Uh, occasionally you'll see the odd PS1, PS2, maybe even a PS3, hmm. and, you know, original Xbox, and there are lots of Wiis there as well, the original Wiis. Right. Uh, so I came across uh, a PS2, and, you know, I've, I've bought them from the dump before, and they've always worked. Yeah. This one struck me as odd, though. I was just kind of looking over it and kind of, well, I haven't seen one of these for a while. It was a fat version. Hmm. Then I noticed that it was like J NTSC J, hmm. which is like a Japanese NTSC PlayStation. Right. And I went, what? What? What's this doing here? That's really odd. Mm, how did it get there? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but I, I need to explore it a bit more because it, I don't think it was working. The, the disc tray wasn't really going in and out, and I, I, but I can get the visuals up on the screen. Okay. The thing is, though, if someone else had bought this mm. and plugged it into an Australian power supply, it would have fried mm, because mm. this thing is, is rated for uh, 110 volts. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just so, it's not only the video... Like format is wrong, but no, like the, the voltage, the voltage is wrong. Yeah, and they would have fried it. So it was yeah. probably best that I did get this thing. It's like and a, like, basically a fire hazard. Yeah, you know. yeah. So I, yeah. I bought it and I went. Mm, this is probably best that I bought this. Mm-hmm. You're probably the best equipped person in Canberra to deal with it. Probably, yeah. yeah. I, I want to open it up and have a bit of a, a look around, see if I can repair it properly. RGB out doesn't work, but uh, composite does. So okay. I can get a signal out of it, but the disc tray won't work, won't load anything in the moment. Okay. So All right. I reckon I have a spare fat, a PS2 fat, so I could probably repair this system. I don't know if it's worth it, but I mm. could probably give it a go. Would you, do you need slash want a Japanese PS2 or? Yes and no. Mm. So yes, because it's good to have a backup. Mm. Um, because I do have a Japanese PS2, and these things are legendarily kind of stupid and difficult to mod for multi-region. Okay. Um, because they're region locked, and I have a lot of PS1 and PS2 um, PlayStation games. Mm. Uh, and I do have a Japanese PS2, which I got. And they were very expensive until pretty recently. Right. But I also just like tinkering. You know, I just want to tinker with this thing to see if I can get it, you know, back up to its... It's it's glory. Yeah, sure. Working glory again. So <laughs> we'll, we'll have a bit of a go at that. Okay. Last thing I'll mention is that I did a video recently for the oh. for the YouTube channel. I don't think even you've watched it. Which would that be? 
That's a no. So I did a, a video about Transformers. Oh, I think I saw that. Yes, I saw a notification. Yeah, okay. Which is odd, uh, I know, but... Who are you, Steve Eidner? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Cap Max Game. <laughs> no, um, so basically, I'm not a big Transformers fan, but I do love the Transformers that are based off real-world objects. Oh, and, okay. and recently they did a, a, a re-release of Generation 1 Transformers. Okay. Of the little micro cassette tapes. Oh, wow. The ones that come out of uh, Soundwave. Yeah. 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 So I got Soundwave and I got like uh, a packet of like, and they're in the exact same packet that they used to be like with the the grids on the back with like the the things that go up and down about intelligence and action and speed. I remember that. that. Yeah. I got one of these things. And what I decided to do was do a real world comparison between like the micro cassette, a real micro cassette, because I have one Mm. and like a transformer micro cassette. And they're very, very close actually. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so I, I did that. So if you're interested in seeing what a real 80s micro cassette versus what a Transformer and how they compare. Yeah, oh, you did a bit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Little so, yeah. And contrast. Yeah. I'll check yeah. that out. That's actually kind of interesting. It's got five <laughs> views at the moment. All right, I'll make it six. So, yeah, consider this an advertisement for it. <laughs> yeah, go watch that, guys. It sounds like it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a, a lot of me blabbering on because it was just me with a couple of props basically talking mm. about it, but mm. I enjoyed it. It was just kind of fun to talk about you know toys and stuff like that and I, I know nothing about that sort of stuff but you're not really a toys guy um, I like toys I like collectibles but yeah I'm not really into the lore of like the action figure lore and all that stuff no yeah. but when this is over I will show you those because the actual toys themselves because they're pretty cool yeah I'd I just, like to see that I mean Soundway's my favourite Transformer he's mine too yeah yeah I just love something that's based on something that's real, even mm. though Soundwave is kind of not because he's technically meant to be a micro cassette player. Yeah, as okay. in like a dictaphone, not player. a Walkman. No, not yeah. a not like a not like a Ghetto Blaster or something no. like that. So that's basically what I've been doing recently. I've been trying to keep the dream alive without you, you know, adding stuff and you know talking about games on the internet and <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, you abandoned me. Poor Bubba. You, 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 I hate you so much. But I've been busy, <laughs> AC. I've been busy. I've been doing things. You went to a wedding, didn't you? I did. I went to a wedding last weekend. Um, did you wear a suit? Or I did. did. You just, did you just wear the Australian... I, yeah, I wore thongs and a stubby. I yeah. wore board shorts. Awesome. And uh, That's formal. That's formal wear. And um, a Technicolor shirt from the... Oh, oh Hypercolor. Hypercolor, sorry. Shirt from the 80s. <laughs> all, it's all brown now. It's all, the, all the color cells have stopped working. Um, no, no. I, I went in a suit. Uh, this was a wedding for uh, someone I work with. It's a good friend of mine. Um, her name's Grace. And she's marrying her uh, partner, Derek. Um, nice. So that was... A really beautiful little ceremony out on a farm. And then they had a um, reception at the Rex. The, by the way, the Rex has gotten good. I don't know what happened. But they that used re- to be a dingy hotel. And now it's a nice hotel. You know? um, yeah, they yeah. did a restoration about six or seven years ago. Yeah, now. and it's like way nicer than I th- remember it. I think um, they even have like a rooftop bar yeah, now so or that's, something. Yeah, and they booked that out. And it was really cool. We went up there and we we're like, this feels cool. This is weird, <laughs> you know? Um, so, we, yeah, we, we had a lot of drinks. Um, I actually stuck to the light beer that night. Wow. And Joanna Why? like, uh, because I, I because had Ruby the next day. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, and Joanna yeah. was like, I'm going to have some wines. And then, ironically, I was the one with a headache the next day. So, uh, I don't know what the deal was with that. Um, but uh, it was nice. I don't, you know, I don't go to a lot of weddings. I think that the, the age of the weddings is kind of in the past for us. It's that late 20s sort of time, you know? Yeah, early 30s and, you know, people people are settling down. and Yeah, so that was nice. Um, 
not much much funny came out of that. Uh, yeah, but it, as long as you had a nice time, you know. Yeah, maybe, maybe maybe old Robbie deserves to have just a nice night out. Yeah, it was sweet and nice and sort of you know heartfelt and and all that kind of jazz. Was it was it a um, big wedding? Yeah, they had about hundred guests. Nice. Um, so it was nice that they thought to invite me and Joe. Like they they sort of <clears throat> made space for us. That that's was quite meaningful. Um, some cute little stories and. I think the funniest part for me was, um, oh my God, I don't know if you can hear that on the mic, but there's more fireworks going off outside. World War Two in Canberra. I mean, you know, this is because World War One happened like 10 minutes ago. What earth is going on out there? Um, anyway, uh, so that was really- <laughs> Were you just going to sound like crazy people? That when... was really distracting. Yeah, it really was. Um, the, all the speeches for this guy, like all the speeches- from like this guy's mates were basically them just like dragging him <laughs> like <laughs> like it was literally just like you're an idiot you're stupid your car when, the, when you were 17 was terrible like it was just like just God damn, dredging dude. up all the dumb stuff he did on work sites and stuff like that and like it was just like oh man they really just this is this is how Australian like heterosexual men show affection to each other is yeah. by like belittling each other and bagging each other out and like, this is true reminding yeah. each other all the dumb stuff they've done um there, there are literally some stuff that just cannot be brought up. Like, yeah, like it, it's just like we know some dumb stuff that we've done. It's just going to take take it to our graves. <laughs> yeah, there is some there is some um, stuff that we just we we will get arrested for if we ever mention <laughs> polite society. Yeah, so that was that was nice. Um, what else have I been up to? Um, oh, I went on a holiday. I never do that, but for once, I actually went away from Canberra on a holiday. You went in a tent this time, were you? No, not in a tent. Um, we lived in a little cabin. Actually, or it's like a, like a granny flat. Oh yeah, in the, in the Blue Mountains. Oh, yeah, nice. a little. We got a little Airbnb. Um, this lovely old bloke. I think his name was like Mike or something like that. David. Um, he just. This is like a retired guy who's got a granny flat in his uh his big. He's got this lovely big garden. He just tends lovingly all his veggies and stuff in it. Oh yeah. But it was quite secluded. The the cabin's like apart from the main building, and this little garden that gives some privacy. Um, and it's literally like, it was, um, like five minutes from Katumba. So just like, uh, and, and it was down this road, you come off the main road you go down and instantly you're in the forest. You oh, just, wow. you peel off this big highway and you're instantly just surrounded by like these huge old trees and ferns and lots of beautiful little parrots and stuff fluttering around. Um, it's quite a beautiful area. I, I mean, kind of newsflash for old Rob but like the Blue Mountains is very pretty yeah it's a beautiful pl- part of Australia did you three, um, see the three sisters we did yeah we did all the touristy stuff mm. so because um, we were right in Katoomba we didn't realise just how close everything actually is like we were, we just drove down this street in Katoomba and all of a sudden we're at the Wentworth Falls or like the little like Katoomba Falls you know so we went down and had a look at the not Wentworth Falls the Katoomba Falls um, and um, you know it's kind of pretty uh, and uh, yeah there's this sort of tourist park thing connected to the Three Sisters where you can go on like a sky like a cable car thing oh yeah and they have like a railway that goes down this mountain slope that's quite like very steep you know oh yeah cool so we did some of those like I guess you'd call them like rides um and did a nature walk on this elevated like platform, you know, walking through the uh, the forest. There's basically like a subtropical, like temperate rainforest, you yeah. know. Um, and there's a big old mine there. I think Katoomba was like a mining town originally. And they sort of I think so, show yeah. you like, oh, this is an entrance to the mine. Here's like a miner's hut, that kind of thing. Um, but it was really the nature, I think, that we really enjoyed. We went to like a winery. We did wine tasting. 
I could go um, for some wine tasting. It was nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, this beautiful uh, vineyard in this, uh, what's it called? Um, I'm going to stuff this up. It was in a valley. You come down the mountains and then it, I think this has been clear. I think this is cleared land because it's just thick forest. Yeah. But then you come down this into this valley and they've cleared the forest and there's all these old farms, you know? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and it's, you can just you can just see that the forest is like encroaching on the farmland, you know? Mm. Um, I can't remember the name of it now. The Mega, Mega Long Valley, I think. Okay. Yeah. Mega, me- yeah. Something like that. Um, beautiful. We're on this. We're on the hill and it has all this, you know, all the vines growing on the hill, on the slope. We were like positioned right on the edge of the slope, just looking out across the valley, drinking wine and eating cheese and stuff. It was, it was really nice. I see. There's nothing, again, this is not a funny story. It's just something nice that I did. That's not um, a bad thing, though. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that actually sounds quite sweet. I brought some books and, you know, in the afternoons, I just sit on the bal- and on the veranda at the, the cabin and just read a book and drink a cup of tea and watch the birds like flutter about and... Yeah, it was very, very pleasant. Um, yeah, we did a little bit of antique shopping. I found, did you buy anything? Did you- I got... I found a big old book, like a huge hardbound book full of color plates with celestial maps in it. Like, oh, wow. From like, um, the Middle Ages and Renaissance periods, which was really beautiful. And I like, so I was like, well, that's up my alley. So I bought that. And it's one of those... It's Obviously a, not an original from that time. No, it's, it's you know, came out like the 70s, I think. Okay. This thing. It cost me like 40 bucks. Well, that's not too bad. Um, but it's a beautiful... It's one of those books that's really fun to just sit on the couch or on your bed and just sort of flick through it and look at the art. Yeah. Just, it's, it's not really like a book that you read. It's something that you kind of drink in with your eyes, you know, like an art book or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so, I have a couple of those. Yeah, it's, it's enjoyable. Um, what, else did we, what else did we get there? Um, we found this weird old shop called Odd Mountain that was, uh, it's, it's like a touristy place, but it, it's got like serial killer memorabilia uh, and like bat skeletons okay. and like weird crap like that. Yep. You know, tarot cards and like, here's a letter that John Wayne Gacy wrote. Oh, <laughs> like, goody. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, of course, the girl behind the counter just looked like like the most. She's goth. She's the most goth. <laughs> but like, you know, like a pretty goth, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, not like, not like offensive, like trying to make you scared goth, more like. Oh, she's definitely a goth, but like, you know, nice, nice yeah. goth <laughs> TM. Um, <laughs> nice goth, goth TM. So Joanna loved that shop because that was literally all of her favorite things all in one place. It's like, oh, tarot cards and bat skeletons. Did she buy a bat skeleton? And murder. <laughs> so no, she didn't, but she said she left the shop. She's like, I really want one of those bat skeletons. <laughs> bat skeletons are pretty um, cool. Yeah, so um, if we go back to Katoomba, we'll probably patron, we'll probably patronize that that shop um, again. I think Joe bought like a, a necklace. I got a um, in some weird theme. I got a celestial chart from that from that shop. They they were selling like um, little posters, um, and it was this planisphere from like sixteen seventy or something like that. Oh, so nice! I thought, cool, I'll buy that and then try and slap that up on my um, my study wall at some point. Cool. So yeah, it was nice. Like again, I've I've been doing things. Not many of not many of the things I've been doing have been video game. But that's okay. Related. That's, not necessarily. You, you don't have to be doing video yeah. games all the time. Right? But, but with, despite the fact that we do run a, a video know, game podcast, in we theory. run it into the ground, but we run it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's all been good. Um, the only other thing to mention is that my brother is going to be moving out soon. Hopefully, oh, touch wood. Yes, he's. Uh, um, yeah, he's, he's been with you for quite a while. Yeah, he, he moved. He moved in in December um, last year, and it's after October now. Um, so he's found a place living with one of his friends. So he's in the process of preparing to sort of move out. So 
I guess that's some good news. I think I'll miss him a bit, but it's also kind of good to have my house back. Yeah, you're a bit so, of a loner, so... Yeah, I like my solitude. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's that's a bit of good news for me. That'll be good. i got a lot of other stuff to talk about, but I think I might leave that for an, a future episode. I think um, it's best stuff gets sorted out a little bit. Yeah, there's before. a lot. Let's just say, let's just say for our listeners, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. I know some of what's going on. It's so. big deal stuff. Um but yeah, uh, that's kind of what I've been up to. So not not gaming so much, mm. but um, a little life stuff. Yeah, it's more, been event- more life than games. It's been eventful. I've mm. um, you know I've been busy with my life stuff. My work has been particularly busy. Where uh, my team, of which I'm in charge of, is basically down to two people. So me and one person I'm in charge of. Oh my god. Uh, it's, and you know, if one of us gets sick or one of us wants leave and you know, you're not going to deny someone leave no. just because there's only two of you, because there's only two of you, you know, it's like pe- people deserve to go and have a holiday and, you mm-hmm. know, you know, re take stock of their life and just go, yeah, my life isn't all about this, this job. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sometimes it gets busy and it's been like that for the past couple of weeks for me. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's okay. Um, I've been just. Kind of looking forward to the end of the year, I suppose. Kind Got of that Japanese J- Japan trip coming up. Um, uh, yeah, my leave hasn't been approved. Oh yeah, so I don't want to jinx anything until mm. it's been approved and I can go. Okay, all right. Well, we might really put a pin go. in that one. No, yeah. But I'll, when it's all good to go, I'll, I'll have a have a few things to say about it. Mm. Because uh, I think Maria's got some plans for us, assuming everything goes well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, we've started May uh, on toilet training. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, because we finished Ruby. Ruby's now out of nappies, or like in nighttime as well. Oh, that's good. And you're just starting the whole process. We yeah. started about two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, it was like one or two days of intensive telling her what to do, and then she's picked it up pretty quickly. A couple of accidents here and there, but yeah. And she's you know her she's going to sleep and she's waking up most of the time with nap dry nappies so nice. we can probably move on from there pretty that's pretty great it's very quick yeah it is i mean i'm not saying she's not going to regress a little bit or anything like that you yeah. know but um we just we tried it last year and it just wasn't right for her it wasn't time yeah you sometimes you get that vibe yeah and mm. then something and an incident happened where i took her out to a park and i said no 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 you can't you you got to tell daddy if you need to go home to go to the toilet. Mm. And she didn't. And I only had one spare nappy and then she didn't again. And I went, right, that's it. We're starting. Yeah. Yeah. So she kind of yeah. triggered it herself. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Sometimes they'll, uh, yeah, they'll tell you when they're ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I, she was telling me by not telling me that she was ready. So I went, no, that's it. You, you need you, to learn. You've run your kid. race. You've, you've done your dash. That's yeah. it. Fair enough. Time to learn kiddo. But she's been doing really well, so we're quite happy with that. I, there's no like really disgusting icky stories or anything like that, you know. It's I'm mm. just I'm I'm pleased at how well it's going. Yeah, it sounds like she's taking to it pretty well. Yeah. So and she's very happy. She's very bubbly at the moment. Yes. The thing is, and you know this mm. uh, after spending tonight with her, mm. Mm. is that she's very talkative now. Yeah. She knows she's bilingual. Mm-hmm. And she won't stop talking. She will not stop talking. She loves instigating conversations. She doesn't yeah. have a lot to say because, you know, she's a three-year-old. Yeah. But she wants to start. But she wants to start. She wants to talk like mummy and daddy are talking. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, they're having a conversation about stuff. I want to be part of it. And so mm-hmm. she'll jump on our laps and she'll go, today I went daycare and sandpit and sandpit. <laughs> and we and when I went to daycare and I went swimming Two weeks ago, and then she'll she'll like vaguely mention things that might come up, like we're going to go on a plane, <laughs> like pretend plane, no real plane, now in 
soon. Mm. <laughs> because, you know, three-year-olds don't have a great concept of time. No. We told her that, you know, if if we do go back to Japan in December, you know, we'll visit uh, her great-grandfather, Gigi, mm-hmm. who she really loves. So she, now that we've told her that, she's like going... Is it time? 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 Is it going? No, there's still like if we go, there's like two months. Yeah. If we don't go, man, it's going to be one real disappointed kid. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, it's so nice that she looks forward to it and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, she's already been there once this year for yeah. a couple of weeks, mm. which has been good. for She her. probably is remembering it all more now as well. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. her memory has been getting much, 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 much better. Mm. Which has been, it's good, but yeah, she's she's. A bit of a smart ass as well. So I don't know mm. where she gets that from. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> but she's getting really cranky and narky when I speak Japanese. Oh, really? Because I speak Japanese occasionally, you know, to Maria and, uh, you know, when, I, when Jap- you know, conversations of Japan and of Japanese things kind of come up. I just mm-hmm. kind of naturally switch over sometimes. Mm. And May just go, no, mm. you don't say nande. Mm-hmm. Dame. You mm-hmm. don't say dame. <laughs> you speak English. Oh my like, god. She's like <laughs> she's like trying to she's trying enforce. To, yeah, she's trying to stymie into like one box. <laughs> so it's like, sweetie, if, if we go to Japan in two months, I ain't gonna be speaking English the whole fucking time. I'll tell you what. Yeah. It's <laughs> sort of like my daughter does that in some other ways. Like I think I think they need to know what the rules are, and if you start bent like bending or blurring the boundaries that they've got in their minds, they get worried and they don't like yeah. it. You know, like, no, 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 no. Like, you, she's got me in a box. Yeah. My box is the English box. But Maria speaks both languages fine. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But, and she doesn't say anything about her. So it's a little bit odd, but at the end of the day, what can you really do? Yeah, that's right. You yeah. Know, like, she, it's, a, it's a phase. She'll grow out of it. You that's know. it. I've got a bilingual daughter, daughter. That's pretty good. Can't complain. No, it's uh, it's it's going pretty well at the moment. Mm. I'm just very busy and quite tired. You know how it is. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. I think it's funny, like, you take time off the podcast, but when we haven't come back, like, rested or anything, no, that's, not, that's not really what's happened. No. Um, quite the opposite, actually, in some ways. But I, I do want to talk about Japan, and if everything gets approved and we make all of our plans very quickly and mm. all that, I will, I will mention a couple of things. Yeah, I'm look- I mean, it's something that I think... Like, it's sort of the rhythm of your life, really. Um, so, it would be weird in some ways if it didn't get approved, right? Yeah, it would be. Especially, uh, like, I've had a lot of sick leave this year. Mm, um, mm. Because May has been in, or like, daycare. Dark hair. Yeah. yeah, so I just yeah. catch a lot of... And it's usually just kind of petty things, if you know what I mean. Like, I'm, I'm laid out for a day or two days at, at most. Mm. I did get an illness about a month ago when mm. I was doing my non... In like my my no alcohol, no sugar sort of health kick month, right? And it it was it wasn't like one of those juvenile diseases. It mm. was like a full on thing that was going around the office, and it floored me for like mm. a week. Mm. And I was like on like some really serious antibiotics and wow. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So I probably couldn't have done the podcast then anyway. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Go. So, yeah. So and then that laid me out even longer with like more time off. But the thing is, I haven't really had a holiday this year other than like going to the coast at the start of the year. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I would like a break with my family, you know. And Damn right. Well, I hope you get. I hope you get the news soon because I think you deserve a break. I think I do too. But you know, I always think I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, thank you very much for listening to Game Life Balance Australia, the Australian edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. There has been a 
there has been an episode recently in the past month or two of Game Life Balance US, so check those guys out. Yeah, they're still, like, there's signs of life. I think um, they're, they're not dead yet. No. And uh, look, I, I hope that they do get back to regular podcasting, but I understand that life can be a bit crazy. Yeah. Um, Hence the title. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was nice to see that they've they're popped back up. Um, I do miss their stuff. So me too. Yeah, yeah check out the check. Out, they've got a great back catalogue of. They got a lot of episodes actually. They as do. Well. Yeah. So their um, old show as well. Yep. Unqualified gamers, I think it was called. That's right. Um. So you can look us up on the web. Uh, just gamelifebalanceaustralia.com. Mm-hmm. Give us a positive review, all that kind of shit. You know, it if actually, you haven't done it by now, <laughs> it actually really matters. Like it's it it's funny how like something as simple as someone saying this show is okay. Like, it really actually makes you feel better about all the time and this, energy you this, spend doing it. This show did not make me want to murder my grandmother. And I really appreciate that. <laughs> murder your grandma. <laughs> just, I just ruined it. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Maybe we should, like, put true crime in our... <laughs> we have committed crime on this podcast before. Look. Yeah. Like, a bit? You're like saying a little? Like, we're going to become, like, a, it's, it's not deceptive. It's just, um... It's, it's it's clever. Look, it's it's not. I'm not saying they're great crimes. I'm not saying they're interesting crimes. But crimes have been committed. We've, crimes of decency. You could say that this podcast is truly a crime. So in theory, it is a true crime podcast. God, we should put it up there and just say this is the factual. This is like this is. Uh, th- we could put it up there and just say this is the complete history mm. of two guys who were friends, have been friends for ages, and at the end one of them actually killed the other one yeah. and we can make it all seem like this was in the past <laughs> it's like found footage but it's found podcast yeah exactly and then yeah. like at the at the last episode like mm-hmm. we delay it by like a couple of months or something after each episode uh-huh. because you know we're talking about modern stuff mm-hmm. one of his kills the other one <laughs> what a twist what a shocking twist I like this idea particularly the killing you part <laughs> no 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 no, no. So, we're going to take a bit of a vote here <laughs> Okay, and in the event of a tie, I break it. All right, who votes on killing Rob? Me. Me. Okay. Hey, wait. <laughs> Damn it. Tie break. I hate the other person in the room. <laughs> Who's been quiet this whole time. Uh, you mean Don John? <laughs> Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. <laughs> Don, John is, Don, Don John is the name of my penis. So he, he gets to say. Oh, dear. All right. He's the tiebreaker. Well, do check out our podcast and give it a good review. Um, and also, True crime. also you can follow us on the Twitters. Um, AC is at ProdTally and uh-huh. the at GLB Australia account. Uh, it's, it's showing signs of life yes. after many, many months of death. It's, it's, it's back from the dead, like our Lord and Saviour, Bernard Lewis. <laughs> oh, I hope that guy comes back. <laughs> Come on. I, want, I want to read about bodacious sects. <laughs> That's sex, people, not sex. <laughs> just just to clarify. A radical sex in Islam. Oh, at least we know, now know the name of the episode. <laughs> Dear. <laughs> God.
recorded anything for a while. Yeah, so we should God make sure that all the happen or not. all the buttons are in the right spots. And no, you when so you forth. when you do a test, you need to sit back normally and talk how you'd normally talk. I know, I know how to test. <sighs> no, you don't. You were leaning right into the microphone, testing your patience. Huh? Uh? You're fired. <laughs> yes.